0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Zen master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Living every day to define man's mission Look into the sky for divine transmission Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Thank you ambition. Yo, what's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast I am your host Serial Sensei It is October the 15th My vacation is slowly winding down to an end So I figured... Try to squeeze in one last episode before I got to get back to work and all that good adult stuff, blah. <laughs> but um, today got movie review on deck and two album reviews also. Um, but real quick, since I've been on vacation, I've had a, a good amount of time to myself to be able to do things I don't really get to do while I'm working so while i can't review every single thing that comes out uh, i gotta give some shout outs and just recognition to like a few games i've played a few other movies and shows i've been watching um i guess i'll start off i actually got a chance yesterday to finally see it which i kind of wanted to see a while ago and then it came out and i ended up not seeing it but and time kind of passed and i was like yeah i guess i'll catch it later but um, I ended up checking that out yesterday, and as somebody who's never watched the originals, um, I actually, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty, pretty dope, pretty dope movie, man. A really, I, I wasn't really scared at all of it, but it it was pretty eerie, which I liked. Um, yeah, it was it was it was really eerie at points in that movie, like the one scene where, and I, I'm not gonna spoil the the whole movie, but uh the one scene where the face was on the picture and then the kid goes to uh the picture falls from the wall and the kid goes to pick the picture back up and then the face that was on the picture isn't on the picture anymore like that (laughs) that scene i I really enjoyed like there were just certain moments in that movie that were you know were really eerie but I, i thought it was really well done um all the kids in that movie did a really great job with the acting um really strong acting from all the kids in that movie And yeah man it, it was a good movie It was a bit long A little bit longer Than I would've liked But Still pretty Pretty solid throughout um I, I can't compare it To the originals Because I never saw The originals But um, From what I saw I, I definitely I definitely enjoyed it though So I, I think it's worth a watch For I guess for people like me If you've never seen The originals And you're like me you're Just kinda going into this bond I, I think you'll enjoy it though the old people behind me <laughs> didn't seem to be fans of it but I, I, I found it pretty enjoyable like I said it a bit on the long side but um that that would be my only complaint it was acting was really good story was pretty good and it's it was just some really eerie moments in that movie so I, overall I, I thought it was pretty well done so I had to give that gotta give that a quick shout out um on anime tip, man, I finally started watching My Hero Academia, which I know I'm really late to the party on, but I've really, really been enjoying the show. Uh, I think I'm on I'm on the second season, uh, right after Midoriya, and um, I don't remember the other kid's name, the the kid with the fire and ice, whose name is escaping me, but they just had their big fight uh, at the tournament, and that was awesome. Um, for anybody if you've never watched my hero academia just a really quick rundown uh basically it's a world where superheroes are kind of a normal thing and their abilities are called quirks so i think it's something like 80 percent of the population has a quirk and but then there are some people who are born without them and they're just kind of normal and uh, midoriya was one of those kids who he he didn't have a quirk but he ended up getting one. I won't spoil how for people who haven't watched it, but it's kind of his journey to becoming, uh, you know, a superhero. But it's really good so far, man. I love the character progression, um, the different kind of quirks and abilities that people have, and love seeing the grind, man. I love characters who have to start from zero and you know kind of work their way up, which he, he's definitely doing. So. Yeah, man. The, uh, My Hero Academia is a pretty, pretty awesome show. Um, I mean, if you want to just check out the first season, it's only 13 episodes, so you could probably breeze through that really quick. And then I think season two is a bit longer, but it's it's a really dope show, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm, I'm glad I picked it up. I know I'm, I'm late to the party. <laughs> um, I'm not fully caught up because I believe it's like 38 episodes out now, 38, 39, and I think I'm on 20 as of this morning i'm on 24 so i'm getting there but in between my vacation time i've been doing a lot man i've been well it's been a, a good mix of fun and play working uh on this book which um is finally coming along man finally making progress on this book i've been working on forever and also quick note on that i'll leave a description uh in the link below for an interview i did shout out to lizzo um, i kind of talk about uh my book and all of my other like creative endeavors, including this podcast, so I'll leave a link to that for people who didn't get a chance to catch it, or if you haven't listened to it, I'll leave a link to that below. But, um, yeah, man, My Hero Academia really, really, really dope anime. And finally, man, I've gotten a chance to play some video games. Like, I'm always that person who buys video games, but I never get a chance to play them because I'm either if I'm not working, <laughs> I'm writing this book I've been working on, if I'm not doing that. I'm watching fights or recording the podcast, so I made sure during this vacation I sat time aside to uh, get myself some video games that I could actually sit down and play, and I picked up *Near Automata, which has been awesome, man, really, really, really enjoying that game. It's kind of sad because I, I go back to work on Tuesday, um, by the time you guys hear this it'll probably be Monday, so I know once work comes back around I will not <laughs> be bonding with *Near Automata as much anymore because i'm trying to enjoy it while i can but really really good um really good like action adventure game man I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far building up my character and you know that that whole you know you know the grind in the open world games you got to build up your character build up the abilities and weapons all that good stuff but it's, it's a really really dope game and i love the, the gameplay and how it at moments it feels like devil may cry and then like they do these weird camera switches and mode switches where it'll turn into like a you know like when you're flying your little ship and the mode switches and it's almost like a (laughs) it's almost like a galaga or like a contra game or something like i don't know it's it's kind of hard to describe it if you haven't played it but um i would definitely suggest man just if you haven't played near automato you don't know what it is look look up a uh just like a quick trailer or gameplay footage of it I, th- I think it's is definitely a game worth checking out it's probably one of the better games i've played as of late well i don't get a chance to play much games so I, pretty much any game i play is, it's better than what i played as of late but yeah man it's definitely worth a peek though and i finally got my hands on tekken 7 haven't been able to play um tekken 7 that much i played a little bit the first day i got it and i played a little bit of the story mode yesterday but didn't get a chance to really sink my teeth into it uh, unfortunately I'm pretty sure I honestly won't get a chance to sink my teeth much into it with work coming back around and me kind of getting this book in order so but yeah man I've, I've been enjoying my vacation it's, it's been time well spent good mix of work and play uh, getting a lot done but also trying to enjoy myself but at time is slowly dwindling down so uh, i'm getting depressed just thinking about it <laughs> but uh i guess uh real quick as always you can listen to this podcast on soundcloud youtube google play also on itunes uh, please on itunes uh, rate subscribe share with a friend and real quick before i get started on today's episode shout outs to the homie stokes who uh, we had as a guest on our last podcast uh episode 50 when we covered the uh, mighty mouse and i was about to say mighty mouse and moraga moraga was on that card but <laughs> the mighty mouse and ray borg fight uh with the legendary mighty On bar uh, we had the homie Stokes on that episode and i don't know man stoves got the, the super promotion game going like we've <laughs> that podcast is one of the highest viewed podcasts um that we've had and I'm gonna give a lot of credit to Stokes for that. He he he, he probably pushed this episode harder than I did. So, <laughs> but shout out to Stokes, man. And it was a really dope episode, man. That was probably one of the best ones uh, we have did. I wanted to make sure episode 50 was something great. So, uh, I think it turned out pretty good. So, if you're an MMA fan and you want some some MMA talk, uh, definitely definitely give that that podcast a listen. Uh, that was episode 50 and here we are, man, 51 episodes running strong, so let's just get this episode uh, started, so let me get my notes and stuff in front of me, me being all unprofessional, um, during my vacation, I've gotten a time to check out some movies, I've been to the movies about twice in the last few days, um, I got a chance to check out The Foreigner with Jackie Chan, um, I was pretty hyped for this movie, to be honest, like, I'm a pretty, I'm a, I'm a big Jackie Chan fan, man. Like I've been, I've been riding with this dude since, man. Drunken Master, Rumble in the Bronx, (laughs) Um, Super Cop, Police Story, Operation Condor, Project A, which is probably my favorite Jackie Chan movie, Project A Two, and then you know he had his American, you know, crossover success with Rush Hour. But this guy's been putting in a lot of work, and I don't think he gets a lot of credit for I feel like what he's like contributed to film and like his unique style that I don't think anyone to be honest will ever be able to replicate and part of that reason was why I wanted to see this movie because he's finally playing a serious role compared to his other films where he's normally even though they're action flicks like Jackie's typically a kind of like a happy-go-lucky character you know he'll, he'll definitely get in his fair share of scraps but his roles are never really for the most part like they're not too serious and the foreigner he, he finally like flipped that switch he, he played a really serious role there wasn't a lot of laughing and, and joking going on Um. actually let me give a, a, a quick shout out uh, so the foreigner was uh, directed oh I had it right in front of me and then I lost it I think the gentleman's name was Martin Campbell um, yeah, so it was uh, directed by Martin Campbell um, Main stars were Jackie Chan and uh, Pierce Brosnan um, If you watch Double 007 Gold now you know who Pierce Brosnan is But uh, those are like the two main characters And basically the story is uh, Jackie Chan's daughter um, Gets caught up in an incident that she had nothing to do with And ends up dying via a car explosion and Jackie Chan pretty much is uh, on his Liam Neeson tip <laughs> trying to trying to get revenge figure out who who killed his daughter and you know he just kind of gets caught in that world of you know a revenge tale and then you kind of find out in the film that Jackie uh Jackie's character who's uh in the movie his character's name is Quan Uh Quan is just not your average dude um he, he has a A specialist background, so to speak, that makes him a lot more dangerous than the average person. Uh, You also find out uh, Pierce Brosnan's character, whose name is Liam Hennessy, who's a politician, a pretty crooked (laughs) politician, who's engaged in some pretty, uh, pretty shady shenanigans, to say the least. And it's basically Jackie getting caught up in that world, trying to figure out who killed his daughter, and through him invading that world, he get all you know it, it's it's a kind of a typical movie in terms of story it's not anything mind blowing you, you got crooked politicians who are you know doing things they probably shouldn't be doing got double crosses going on and excuse me people with you know their own hidden motives for for doing certain things and you just got you know Quan who just get thrust into this world and he doesn't really so much care about the politics of it he's just trying to figure out who was the exact person that killed his daughter but while it isn't anything mind-blowing in terms of story i think the strong part of the film is obviously you know if you've been a jackie chan fan y'all you, you, you know most even if you only know him for like his american movies like he's always it's just his happy-go-lucky character and this is one of the few times you get to see him in a, a serious role and he pulls it off really well man like it's a really it gets really dark man he he does a really good job though of, of selling a serious role of a man who's really out for revenge also really broken that you know he, he loses his daughter and I think just that whole aspect of the film plays really well and then you got Pierce Brosnan also who, who plays a pretty good crooked politician <laughs> you know he, he definitely I think those two uh, Jackie and Pierce did a good job of playing roles that we don't often see them in and I think they both pulled it off really well and I think that helps carry the film where, where it may lack in terms of like story because it's, like I said it's not like a mind blowing you know film in terms of story but like with what they did do they executed it really well um, action in this movie was pretty good I, I wish it would have had a bit more action um, this movie uh, i say it was like 60-40 In terms of Storytelling and then action um, But the action that <laughs> Did appear in the film Which was mostly via Jackie uh, Was was pretty good uh, I won't spoil all of the scenes But he did slap somebody with a flat screen TV So <laughs> that, was it. that was That was pretty awesome That was probably the height of the movie for me But um yeah man, Jackie had some pretty some pretty good fights Some pretty intense fights um, Not Not as same as the Not the same as like Typical martial arts choreography kind, That kind of has a bit more of an American feel to it But it's still good nonetheless And like I said, you slap somebody with a flat screen TV like, like What else do you <laughs> What else do you want But Yeah man, pretty, pretty solid action throughout like I said, Jackie Chan is on his his Liam Neeson. Like dudes are trying to take him out, and they're trying to take him out, and he's giving people the blues. And the, you know, eventually they find out why he's so dangerous because of the background that they didn't know that he had. But yeah, man, Jack Jackie gives some people the blues in this movie. Um, I mean, he, he takes some hits too, though. He, he takes some licks, but you know, you know, you know how Jackie does, man. Jackie will take his licks, but he he doesn't go down easy. And on on that front of the film, uh, it, it definitely delivers. Like when you when you get the action scenes, you're you're rewarded pretty well. So yeah, man, I don't really have too too much to say, and I, I can't spoil too much for people who haven't seen it. But it's a really it's a, it's a really solid action slash like thriller picture. Like I said, it's not gonna blow your mind in terms of story, but like if you just wanna if you're a Jackie Chan fan and you just want to see him kind of flexes acting chops and it's something that we don't get to see him do often i think you'll really really enjoy this and like I, out of the jackie chan movies i've seen as of late from him and like the past few years this is definitely one of the best ones so yeah man that's pretty much all i gotta say i, I won't drag it out too long but yeah the foreigner if you're a jackie chan fan definitely give this movie a look man i'm, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it um it's a bit, it's a bit long, a, l- a little bit longer, <laughs> kind of like It that I would have liked, but, you know, it's a solid story, Jackie does a good job of, of pulling off his character, he really sells it really well, Broston Brosnan holds it down on his end, and you got a few other side characters um, who also do a pretty good job, and a few other, <laughs> like, subplots in the movie that I won't spoil, but, you know, it, it's it's just a solid movie, man, it's it's like a solid B movie, like I said, it won't, won't blow your mind, but it's a solid B movie, it's, if you're a Jackie Chan fan, it's definitely worth a look, definitely worth going to the theaters to to check out, and I'm glad to see that, at least from what I've seen so far, I think the budget of this movie was about 35 million, and so far I think they've made upwards of like 93, um, and it seems like it's doing pretty well overseas, so I'm, I'm good to see that it's, you know. 2017 Jackie Chan is still putting out Great work and You know his his films are, are still being Successful so As a Jackie fan that's just awesome to see And like I said man If you're not familiar with Like Jackie fan If you're not familiar with Jackie Chan's Like backlog of films Like I know I know a lot of people in America Like we Everybody kind of knows Drunken Master but like after that peop- Most people in America only know him For you know, like the rush hour films with Chris Tucker, but like go back man watch watch Rumble in the Bronx, watch Who am I watch Project a Watch all of the the you know watch super cop watch all of his his older flicks man this this dude has made some really just classic action comedy flicks and a, a lot of people like I just feel like a lot of people don't know like how good of a filmmaker he is. And how unique like his style of filmmaking is he, he does a really good job of blending action and comedy together kind of like that slapstick <laughs> style of comedy but it, it's dope though man it's this it's really dope so yeah he, he's he's somebody i think sadly who i don't think he'll be fully appreciated and, until he passes and then people will finally realize how like good of a filmmaker and how unique he was so, I'm telling you now, man. Go go back and do your, your homework on Jackie, man. Dude is he's put out some classics, some really, really great action comedy flicks. So So, yeah, man. But but give the foreigner a look, man. Like I said, if you're a Jackie Chan fan, you want to see a nice dramatic role from Jackie mixed with some some action and a a pretty decent storyline. It's, it's it's something worth checking out. So, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say on that. So, shout out to Jackie Chan, Pierce Brosnan. Really, you know, solid movie. Definitely worth my, my movie ticket price. And, yeah. So, I won't ramble on that anymore. Um, let's move on to some music, man. I know I'm late <laughs> reviewing both of these albums. Um, to be honest, since I've been working on my book, um, my music reviews may slow down a bit. I might just focus on fights a bit more. Um, being an indie author (laughs) or attempting to be an indie author is very time consuming. So, like, I I get a chance to listen to projects, but I don't know if I'm going to be reviewing them as much anymore. I'm going to try to, because there's a lot of good stuff coming out that I want to recognize. But in the event that you don't see as many music reviews as maybe you used to, um, you'll know why. It's because I'm, I'm working on other things. That I'm trying to put out into the world <laughs> But, you know I'm, I'm working, man, I'm working out here I'm trying, but I have two projects today I want to talk about Two projects that uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly Enjoyed, man So, first up the bat is uh, Layla's Wisdom And this is the second album From Rhapsody uh, For people who don't know, Rhapsody is a North Carolina MC uh, She was signed to or is signed to Jamla, also, I believe, has a deal with Rock Nation now. This is her debut Rock Nation project. Um, some of her other bodies of work, uh, She Got Game, which I believe that was that was kind of like my introduction to Rhapsody. Um, yeah, She Got Game, uh, Beauty and the Beast EP, Crown EP, which came out last year. Um, actually, her debut album, The Idea of Beautiful, came out in like 2012 ish, <laughs> something like that. So she she's been around for a good minute. Um, I've always been a fan of her, and it's been it's been awesome to see her just kind of grow and progress, and see how she just kind of went from being like this underdog MC to now she's on Rock Nation. It, it seems like her career is is headed, and definitely is like it's going into the right direction. And this album right here was this. <laughs> This was what I needed, man. If, if, if you're a Rhapsody fan, I feel like this is this is the one that that we've been waiting for. And it's just a quick side rant. Like with, with artists like um, like Logic and let's say like a Big Crit, like always look at them. Like they're really talented and they've put out good bodies of work. But like I know they have that that one in them, like that special one that I know can like just that one that one that'll we can see them really live up to their full potential and I feel like with Layla's wisdom like that's what we got finally from Rhapsody and not that any of her other projects were bad like she slowly with each project I could tell like she was getting better and when I found out that she got signed to Rock Nation I was like alright man you gotta you know it's definitely time to put the best foot forward you're on Rock Nation now you have a lot more eyes on you than you have before so now it's, it's really time to show out and like i said even from the beauty and the beast ep to crown you could tell she was taking those steps but like with layla's wisdom man she didn't just she didn't just take a step man she took a leap forward man this this project is really really like this is easily rhapsody's best body of work probably most complete body of work like this is the perfect album that you need to put out when you're you know you get to a bigger label and you have more eyes on you like this is a good this is a uh, no this is a great <laughs> starting point for people who've never heard of Rhapsody yeah, like if this is their first time hearing of her this is a great start man like this album from top to bottom is just is so good i was literally like i was excited while i was listening to this because like with each song it just from first listen man each song it just it kept getting better and better and better um i guess to get into some specifics uh production i actually love that she didn't switch up her team man like the production on this album I, i don't have like the credits uh exactly in front of me but she stuck with pretty much i believe the same people that she's been rocking with since day one so dudes like ninth wonder who handled a lot of production on here uh crisis um i think knots did a beat on here pretty much all of the people she's been rocking with before and the Jamla camp in terms of producers like these are the same people who she has on this album but what i thought was really dope was like the production has seemed to it's it's gotten even better than what it was on her previous works like even though she's working with the same producers They've they, all of them have elevated their game. So shout out to Ninth Crisis, all, all the people over there at Jamla, whose Rhapsody's been been rocking with. Like they stepped up their game in terms of production, and they gave her they they gave her kind of what an old Rhapsody fan would appreciate, but they also gave her a, a few new looks on this uh, album, a few different sounds and beats that we've never really heard Rhapsody go over before. Um, the album at times it can be soulful but it can also be bouncy it can be upbeat um, a lot of these tracks which i love have like these beat switch-ups that'll happen towards like the middle of the end of the track um i'll get into it probably more in depth later but uh the track uh roller coaster jam called love has like three beat switch-ups and my god that last one <laughs> i'll get to it when i start talking about specific tracks but yeah man like it's just it's, it's really dope, man. They they gave us some really good production. Like I said, it's it's soulful, but not really like super boom bap. So I, I feel like it still has an accessible sound to it. It can be soulful, but it still has like a modern, a modern touch to it that I think could still appeal to a wide, you know, a wider audience. And I think that helps, especially now that, excuse me, she's on Rock Nation. So obviously now you're gonna have more eyes on you and like i said if for anybody if this is their first introduction to hearing her and you hear this production like i'm, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it there, there's something on here <laughs> for everybody but it's it's a well a well balanced album in terms of sound like i said you get you get some soulful beats you get some some tracks that are a bit more upbeat uh, beats like uh sassy and uh what's the other track on here uh, But Sassy, Sassy was another standout one, which, and that's not even like a favorite song of mine on here, but like that sound, uh, for Rhapsody is just something we've never heard before. Like Sassy and also Pay Up, uh, those are two standout tracks where we've never really heard Rhapsody on those kind of like really upbeat, almost like, not really mainstream, but I guess that's the, for Rhapsody, that might be the closest (laughs) to a mainstream track. You, you would get and like I said those aren't really like my favorite tracks but I just I think it's good that she stepped out her box on this and really got a chance to go over uh some a, a very solid production than what we've heard before and then I mean with bars you already know like <laughs> if, if you're a Rhapsody fan or if you're not a Rhapsody fan you, you're gonna learn today that the bars are never <laughs> the bars are never lacking man She's got bars for days, but it's not, it's not like a beat you over the head kind of like lyrical miracle style, you know, it's, it's a good mix of giving you content that's relatable, good, you know, she's got a good variety of just topics and things like she talks a lot about self-image. You get the second half of the album uh, gears a lot toward more like love and relationships, Um, But you get storytelling tracks on here um, Introspective tracks Good, you know, observational tracks A a lot of references to, you know Black culture, black power, black self-image Things like that Like she she covers a good, just gamut of of topics So you get a full, a full just range You get everything, man Like she, she leaves no stone unturned But she does such a great job at tackling everything and like I said man with with, with the bars man <laughs> like with, with the bars like, I guess I'll just get into some favorite tracks um I love how this album start uh, uh opening track Layla's Wisdom and I didn't know this uh at least according to Genius uh, Layla is actually I believe Rhapsody's uh, grandmother's name so Layla's Wisdom is kind of an, an ode to her in a way and you know she's Kind of taking the knowledge that she got from Layla and kind of kind of giving it to us um, I love the line uh keep the style that got ah sorry, keep the style you got soulful uh the best of the best gonna fear you sky's the limit I told you you're gonna be the difference between McDonald's, Burger King and Whole Foods, and she's like, you know. Kind of stand out amongst the, <laughs> the trash rap or the fast food rap <laughs> whatever you you want to call it but like that that opening track man she drops a lot of a lot of just good gems uh on that track in terms of her just kind of giving game to to the listener man just giving them game for life and how to deal with the industry how to be true to yourself all that good stuff man she 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 covers a whole a whole like i said she she covers the whole gamut of everything and I, I love like she has really, really witty wordplay, and I love like the really subtle references she uses, especially like the sports one. Like if if you if you follow Rhapsody like personally, like if you watch interviews, like you know she's a a, a big sports person, and that definitely shows on this album. I, I love the just the real subtle line where she says, "I'm a trip like Grayson Allen." <laughs> if, if you know who Grayson Allen is, you know why that line. is <laughs> hilarious but like i I love just the little little subtle nods here and there to uh, the sports references that she makes so yeah man layla's wisdom is a really good uh a really good opening track for the album and she definitely gives you the bars like right off top to let you know that (laughs) she she can definitely spit with the best of them um man there's so many favorite tracks on this like this whole album is like a favorite track but in, in the interest of time, I can't cover everything, um, so I guess I'll skip uh, "Power." It's another good track uh, featuring uh, Kendrick Lamar and I believe uh, that Luke Skywalker. Am I getting that right? I know he's also signed to TDE. Um, let me pull up the track because I don't, I don't want to get this man's name wrong. No, sorry, I said Luke Skywalker, Lance Skywalker. Uh, who I believe is also signed to TDE, but, um, that's a a really, really dope track. I think that was one of the, the lead singles. And I love the topic of the song where, uh, she, her and Kendrick are kind of touching on the subject of power, but like just the different facets of power, um, black power, power, of believing in yourself, um, kind of like crooked power in terms of police, uh, like abusing their power, <laughs> the power of booty. Um, it's it's a really, really just just dope song. I lo- I love the the beat on that that I don't know what that little weird that like almost electric weird sound thing. If you listen to the track, you know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I love I love the the instrumental on in that track. And like I said, man, Rhapsody's bar and just bars on that track. And then Kendrick comes in, man. He he kills it. And uh, Lance Skywalker does a great job on the hook. That was another favorite track. Um, the track Nobody with uh, Anderson Pack and I think it was Anderson Pack and Black Thought. Um, it's a really long track. It's a, it's about, it's a good, like seven minutes long. Uh, yeah, it features Anderson Pack, Black Thought, and Moonchild. Um, but this was another favorite track of mine. Um, a lot of Rhapsody talking about, like Nobody Knows. Just a lot of things we. A lot of things we don't know or things we do know but we act like we don't know <laughs> it's kind of weird but if you listen to it you'll, you'll get what i'm talking about but the reason i, I wanted to highlight this track uh man black thoughts first um i mean black thought and rhapsody on a track is is wild enough but uh man black thoughts verse uh between the world and me like mister Tiny ta-nehisi quotes. nobody knows the artist that Tiny nehisi quotes laughing the boars they grasping at straws to sniff the dope pen been engaged for ages we should probably elope like bars <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even know what else to say man like Black Thought just bodied that verse like that that whole song is dope but man Black Thought came through at the end and just just killed it and like I said man this it's the thing I love about this album is like songs like nobody really most of the songs on here like Rhapsody does a great job of making a song about a topic, being able to like stick to the topic and have good t- good content, but still giving you bars along the way like it's it's a really good it's a really good mesh of you know, I can give you content and give you something to think about but I can still rap, like <laughs> it's not just I'm preaching to the choir you know, she's <clears throat> excuse me he's still letting you know along the way like i can give you good content i can give you something uplifting or something to think about but like don't get it twisted i'm I'm still an mc and i I can still bar you to death but it's still not like it's not delivered in a way that's you know like the lyrical miracle you know i think it's something that the average person could like still listen to and appreciate but the, the bars are definitely still there um man that, like i said there's so many standout tracks uh, black and ugly with bj the chicago kid um she talks a, a, a lot about uh self-image in that track um that's that's another really good one um you should know featuring Buster rhymes um you don't talk about blacking out <laughs> on a track like she just this is the one track i mean a lot of tracks she goes in but she really goes in on this track man and then the second verse where she is just the flow on the second verse is just out of control like (laughs) the, the way she bodied that second verse the way she just flowed over that beat and it was just like i don't even understand how you can just how have you been rapping for this long, and you haven't gotten tired yet, like, she, she was just, bodying that song, man, but it's, whew. influenced by many, but I'm a whole new star, yeah, there's levels to this, but I'm a whole new floor, they talking keys to success, but I'm a whole new door, and, and like, she was killing this song, man, and that's just one line, this, that whole track, really, was a quotable, but, like, there's just so many witty lines, and bars in that song, but, uh, man, 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 oh man! And then, Busta Rhymes' part actually marks like a transition point in the album, where I feel like the first half of this album is a bit more, well, kind of with the exception of um "Pay Up" and "Sassy." Like it's a bit more serious. Um, I feel like a, I feel like it's really bar heavy in the first half. And then, like, right at the end of um, You Should Know, Buster Rhymes comes in, and as he quotes, get on, get on to his Barry White, and he kind of dubs like this, this love interlude. And that kind of sets the tone for the second half of the album, because, like I said, the second half uh, definitely focuses a lot more on like, love and relationships. So you get tracks, uh, which I guess I'll mention because I talked about this earlier, um, a rollercoaster jam called Love featuring. Uh, music soul child and Gwen Bunn If I'm saying that right um, That track is kind of pretty much what the titles Implies you know just the ups and downs Of relationships and the Different emotions and everything But as I mentioned before like uh, On the production tip on this album a lot of the Tracks have these beat switch ups And this track has three of them <laughs> And man that, that, that Third beat switch man is so Smooth and then music uh, Soul Child comes in, like, his vocals are just, they're just perfect, oh, accidentally, <laughs> accidentally hit play, I don't know if y'all just heard that, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, that third beat switch up, when, like, you start to hear music, Soul Child start harmonizing, and then that is so just smooth, like, that's definitely one of my favorite tracks, just because of that, the last, like, minute and a half of that song, it's just, it's so smooth, the way it rides out um and you get tracks like you used to love me with Terrace martin he added his, his nice little little touch to that track um knock on my door uh once again with bj the chicago kid and i guess real quick the features on this album all did a great job man like even the people i didn't know like i said you get people like kendrick uh land skywalker Anderson Pack, bj the chicago kid but um and of course black thought but then you get um kind of jumping around <laughs> but uh the track riding with GQ I don't know who that gentleman is but he bodied his verse uh Busta Rhymes like I said he's on here um the last track uh Jesus Coming which features Amber uh Navrin I'm probably butchering that name but the point being man like all of the features contribute really well on this album without like outshining Rhapsody like I feel like everybody's every feature adds something special to the track that they're on without like overshadowing Rhapsody or her getting like lost in the mix like she makes sure she's still front and you know front and center you know still commanding the song but these other people are are definitely these other artists are just adding to songs that are already great and like I said uh, to get back a knock on my door uh, it's a a good track with her (laughs) kind of like spitting game to her neighbor you know, trying to get to know him, all that good stuff. That that track was was pretty cool. Um Ooh wee, which uh uh pretty cool track. Um I accidentally hit the play button again. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that again. But uh Oohie with Anderson Pack. Um I honestly could have done without the song, only because it was already on the crown EP, so I'd heard it already, but it's not a bad track. Um but the the last track I'll mention, which is actually the last track on the album, um, Jesus Coming, a really kind of like sad, somber note to end the album on, but it's a really good storytelling track. Um and she kinda tackles the story from like three different perspectives or tackles three different um she tackles like three different perspectives, but I just wanna key in on that second verse where she's describing uh, like a daughter and a mother walking outside And they end up getting shot with some strays That was happening via an argument That they had nothing to do with But like she's describing the emotions Of what like's going through the mom's head Of you know like they get shot And like they die but she's like Talking it through But like halfway through the second verse She switches it up And she raps from the perspective of the daughter Who got shot which is like a little kid And she actually like switches her voice up to be like a kid while she's rapping and like it's really like sad when you think about it but like looking at it from a artistic and like a talent level like that was really really dope that not only did she switch perspectives but like she actually changed her voice to sound like a little kid and it just it made the song that much more powerful as it's really um uh, the sample I don't know where the sample comes from in that song um I don't know, it just adds a certain feel into the track that just makes it really really powerful like i said it's a really really somber way to end the album but i just it's, it's a really really good track though man it, it definitely showcases uh rhapsody's like storytelling ability and like i said just being a versatile mc like she's shown a, a lot on this album that she's a lot more than just bars like she she can tell a good story she can make a good song she can switch up her flows any way she wants like she she's the complete package man she's she's the real deal i could keep going on and on about this album but um i'm pretty sure when i do my end of the year list that this is this is gonna be in the top 10 this might even be top five like this this album is is so good like like i said from bars to to good content to songs with like actual meaning but it's not like overly preachy really good production great beat switch-ups awesome features like it's i don't have have much negatives to say about this album i guess like the only thing really would be i I do tend to enjoy the first half a bit better because like i said right at the end of you should know it's kind of when the album switches to more of like the love section of the album but like even those songs are not bad songs, so like I don't really have much negative <laughs> to say about this album. This is easily one of the best albums I've heard this year. Like, not even a question. This I'm I'm pretty confident this will be in my top ten by the end of the year. And like I said, it, it might depending on how the rest of this year goes, this might even hit top five. Like this album it was really that good. Um If you've never heard of Rhapsody, if you never listened to Rhapsody, you need to listen to this album like you you need to give this a listen and if you're a Rhapsody fan there's no way you won't like this like this is easily her best body of work she is she's hit she's hit a stride man and she hit that peak that you you would want to see from her like you a lot of us you know we've been enjoying her projects but we've been waiting for like that one that you know will kind of like florist where you know her, her arrival so to speak and this was that man this was that album this is her arrival this is her saying like i'm here i'm not going anywhere anytime soon i am one of the best mcs <laughs> in this industry regardless of gender like she she's here man She she's here and i'm i'm was thoroughly pleased that that she released this, and I actually got at her on Twitter to ask if there will be physical releases of this, and she said there will be, so I'm awaiting that because I bought this via iTunes because I wanted to support. But whenever those physicals come out, um, I'm definitely uh, copping a physical of this because she deserves support, man. Like, su- support good music, support good artists, support the bars. <laughs> I'm here for the bars, man. I'm here for this album. This album is is just really good man I, I don't I, I can't sing enough praises Really for this album Other than you If you're listening If you can hear my voice You need to give this a listen Um, Yeah man Go listen to it That's, that's all I gotta say man Rhapsody came through In a major way She dropped a, a really Really great awesome high quality <laughs> project man top to bottom this album is just it's so good i've i've already gone back and listened to this like repeatedly and it just, it gets better every time i listen to it and i still haven't gotten tired of of, <laughs> of playing this in my headphones so shout outs to rhapsody shout outs to jamla everybody over in that camp man like you, you guys got a monster on your hands and it's been awesome to see her career grow and progress and she can only go up so if you've never heard of rhapsody before man get get familiar because she's she's here she's definitely she's definitely here man and i'm I'm all for it always supporting i'm i'm, I'm copping and listening to anything she puts out but this this was her uh magnum opus if i'm saying that term right this this, this was her her arrival, man. This, this, this is what we we needed. What I wanted, and I got it. <laughs> so, shout out to Rhapsody, Layla's wisdom, phenomenal album. Go, go listen, man. That's that's all I gotta say. Just go listen and and support. Go spend your money. You know, th- these are the kind of artists we need at the forefront. <sighs> On to another album that floored me, <laughs> um, Daniel Caesar with Freudian. So, kind of funny thing about this album, the first two times I listened to it, I kind of like had stuff like going on in the background, so I didn't have my full attention on the album, so like I was listening to it, I was like, you know, this is good, but nothing's really standing out, it didn't really like click for me those first two times I listened to it, and then one time I was kind of sitting around the house, didn't really have much to do, wasn't a whole lot going on, so... I was like, you know what, let me listen to this again. Because I, I realized, like, I wasn't giving it a, a feel. I'm sorry, my laptop was about to die. And I had to reach to get my charger cord. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to do it very nonchalantly. But, um, yeah, I don't want to just die while I'm recording. So, I'm trying to get my cord, and it is evading me there we go i'm sorry we have unprofessional moments on this podcast it happens <laughs> but uh yeah with the the freudian album like i said the, the first two times i was listening to it i just it wasn't clicking because i had other stuff going on and the third time i was like you know what? let me give this a fair shot let me actually really sit down and and listen to this while i don't have you know anything distracting me or you know going on in the background and my god man this is uh <laughs> this is an amazing R&B project like that third time it it definitely like from the first track I was like did, what <laughs> like how did i not thoroughly enjoy this the very first time i listened to it like that third listen this album just slapped me in the face and i just, i realized how good it was um I'm not sure much of Daniel Caesar's history this is my pretty much like my introduction to him kind of funny though because I used to see the thumbnail of his video um, I think it was for the we find love song like it would always pop up in my YouTube suggested section but like I just never really listened to it and then I just kept hearing about this album and people hyping it up and I'm always for some good R&B (laughs) because I always say before people talk about hip-hop is dying Man, I, I find it hard to find good R and B that I like nowadays. Even way more so than <laughs> than hip hop. So, yeah, man, I I I wanted to give this a listen to see if it was as good as people said it was, and man, it it was even better. Like Daniel Caesar is a really really great songwriter. This album has some really good melodies, great production, some really good hooks. Um, I love the the soul but also like this gospel influence like it's almost like a gospel undertone that this album carries and i just so much feeling <laughs> you know, like if you if you listen to this like you you got this it's gotta make you feel something man like you don't have a soul if this album doesn't make you feel feel something like this 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 joint hit me like it, it hit me and i I was trying to go and listen to other projects and literally I couldn't because I kept coming back to this album. Like I put so many <laughs> so many projects on delay that cuz I just couldn't put this album down, man. It's it's just so good. It's it's only 10 tracks, but like there there're no there's not one bad song. Literally, there're no bad songs on this album. There may be songs I like more than others, but there isn't one bad track on here. Um I, and I can't really go into deep because it's You know, with with R&B albums, you get, you know, songs about love, relationships, breakups, making up. That whole, you know, the topics are kind of similar, but it's just like the way that he does it. It's just it's really, really, really good. Like just the whole sound and the sonics of this album, like everything is just it's just perfect. Like I said, he I think he's a really, really good songwriter. Um, he does a really good job of conveying emotion Capturing emotion through his lyrics and, and what he writes And the way he describes things So like I said While it not may not be groundbreaking In terms of like a new concept But it's just the execution of it Is, is flawless man Literally just I can't do standout tra- Every song on here is a <laughs> standout track I guess I'll just run through Uh I'll run through a few and it's hard not to mention every track because literally like I love every song on here but just to go through some favorites um uh the second track on this album uh the best part featuring her and quick side note um I haven't listened to much of her I know I think she just put out a new project not long ago um but she's also an R&B artist who's been getting some steam as of late but um after hearing best part like i I feel like daniel caesar and her need to do like maybe not a full album i can just do an ep together because it seems like these two just have really amazing chemistry and it it definitely came together well um on that track and uh best part is just kind of a track of them describing like you know how much in love they are with their partner Um, but i love the line man um, you're my water when i'm stuck in the desert you're the Tylenol i take when my head hurts like it's little subtle lines like that that just like you, got, you gotta you got have a heart man like <laughs> like this album gets you in the feels man but it's it's just those little subtle lines like that like i, I really like his, his songwriting style but like yeah daniel and her just amazing chemistry on that track it, it just you feel it man like <laughs> if like I said man if you listen to this album man, you're gonna feel it you, you, you have to feel it um another great track hold me down um and real shout out I had to actually dig for this cause I wanted to give her credit um the background vocals are from uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing this right Cadero Tribe um who is a female vocalist I'm not sure from where I've never heard of her before prior to this but uh, she did a really good job on that track and I love the the second half of this track because it's like I said there are a lot of I can't even say subtle you, you sense a lot of like gospel influence in this album and this album actually kind of like Rhapsody's album a lot of these songs have like these switch ups towards like the middle or the end and uh, Hold Me Down it'll start off one way and like the last minute It switches to this uh, Interpolation of an old Kirk Franklin song Called Hold Me Now um, But the, it's done so well man Like that just slight Little gospel touch Is Like I said man If you If you don't feel this album I don't know <laughs> Like I don't know what to tell you I'm sorry, my, my power cord, y'all are gonna hear me get up, so I went to plug in my power cord, and my power cord got unplugged, and my laptop's at 0%, sorry for my unprofessional interruptions, but anywho, (laughs) hold me down man, the the last like minute of that track is just like, ugh. That this is his whole album, it's just like that, like, it's just those, <laughs> a bunch of those moments rolled into one, um, another standout track, uh, I will probably say Best Part is probably my favorite song on here, um, but this next track, We Find Love, is probably my number two, um, really also another song where you can clearly hear, like, the, the gospel influence, and also, I feel like, like, the hook of this song kind of gives me, like, a John Legend, a lot of John Legend is Phil, I don't know if it's just me, but I kind of got that from the hook, but anywho, um, another really beautifully written song, kind of, it's kind of weird though, because the the song itself, like, if you actually listen to it, is kind of him talking about a, a failed relationship, but it has this really, like, uplifting feel to it, almost as a way to say, like, i get it this relationship's over but it's like I'll, I'll be okay like i'll i'll figure out how to how to get through this but like that that song and if you've heard daniel C, you probably heard that song because i'm pretty sure like this was a single and probably like one of his most uh popular songs to date but oh man that song is amazing like that's that's the word for this whole album like it's just, it's <laughs> it's it's just amazing r&b man amazing r&b what's some soul and a, a nice little sprinkle of, of gospel that that track amazing um the very next track after that uh entitled blessed where he's kind of talking about kind of him i guess getting his his girl back and he's got the relationship back on track and he's talking about how he's uh he says i'm a i'm, I'm Wow, what's what's he saying? I'm blessed, but I'm a uh, I'm a mess. But I'm blessed to be stuck with you. Something like that. I'm, I'm probably messing up words, but basically, him you know appreciating his, his partner and glad that you know he has it now and all of that, you know, all that good stuff. But again, the gospel influence. There's like a, a bridge section of the song when he starts singing that he's coming back home, and it just has this really like nice choir in the background and it's like that one section of the song just hits so hard man it's i don't know what else to say about this album man like (laughs) there's so many good songs like i didn't even mention all of them man like get you is great um new Roses, sorry new roses um take me away with sid transform with uh charlotte day wilson um the last track freudian which I love that he did and not a lot of people do this anymore like back in the day you would always get like the hidden song on the album and like if you looked at the, the time you would see a song that was like 10 minutes and it's was like why is the song 10 minutes long and maybe like the first three minutes would be a song and then you get this long yap and then he'll throw a bonus in at the end and that's what he did with the uh the last track uh, freudian on here where, maybe like the first three or four minutes is like the actual song and you get like this long pause and then right at the end you get another song and close out the album and it this album's great <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say man like literally from top to bottom there are no bad songs on here like this album flows so good together like all of the songs excuse me seamlessly just float into the next song and like by the time you get to the end you're like come on man like we you could have gave me like two more tracks (laughs) like it is everything about this album man production is really good great instrumentation great use of features like i said almost like the rhapsody album where the features complement uh daniel caesar perfectly without outshining them everybody's adding something great to the track This album might—I don't lie—for a second, uh, I don't know if I said this before, but like uh, the Joey Badass album is probably still my favorite album this year. But this is a strong <laughs> number two, and i this might this might hit number one. Like it might. Oh, I'll see how this this year plays out. Still got two more months left, so we never know what happened between now and then. But this that this whew, flawless. That's all I can say. Flawless R and B album. Like <laughs> Literally, man. Flawless R and B album. If you like if you like that older style R and B, you know, not not this trap R and B that we got now. I mean no diss to it. We all like what we like to each its own. But I that kinda R and B just doesn't really do anything for me. If if you want that R and B that has like some, some real feeling into it, some really great songwriting. like this this is where it's at this it it literally it it can't get any better than this (laughs) like this is one of the best r&b albums i've heard in a very long time and yeah man i don't i can't say nothing else man daniel caesar and phenomenal (laughs) phenomenal project definitely give this a listen definitely buy the album Like I said, it's only 10 tracks long, but there are no bad songs like you can play this all the way through and you you won't be disappointed I'm not gonna go on anymore about that album, man. I I can't there's nothing else There's nothing else to say man like this this album is all it's nearly perfect like if you like R&B you have to listen to this you have you you have to feel something on this album if you don't feel anything on this, something's wrong with you, it's not him, it's you, you're the problem <laughs> like this yeah, that's that's all I got man I ain't, I, I can't, I'd I just be rambling on at this point, but my god that's about it for the day man I ain't gonna keep y'all here no longer that's that's about all I got man so, quick recap man the Foreigner by Jackie Chan and Pierce Brosnan, dope film. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, also as I briefly mentioned, uh, it' pretty good movie. Never saw the original, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. On video game tip, near Automata, Tekken Seven, both highly recommended. Anime tip, My Hero Academia. Um, if you're like me and you're late to the show, uh, give it a watch. I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy it. Really good characters, good story, great character progression anything everything you want to see in an anime that show pretty much has so definitely enjoying that um, and on the music tip man Rhapsody Layla's Wisdom phenomenal album from from her great to see her shout outs to Jamla shout outs to Rock Nation and Daniel Caesar Freudian salutes <laughs> that's, that's all I can do man just salutes to a phenomenal project just really, really good project. Um, so yeah, man, give, give everything I mentioned to listen or a watch. Um, I'm pretty sure you won't be disappointed uh, in terms of future reviews. Like I said earlier, I am kind of uh working on a book on the side, which has been very time consuming. Um, and I'm, I'm really trying to get serious and put the you know, get the final kinks in, get this worked out because I definitely want to release this book next year. i'm trying really hard to make that happen so in between writing and you know recording podcasts and watching fights like i don't always have my time is is (laughs) is being taken away from me um and then work is coming back up so i'm not sure if the music reviews will be coming as much as i want them to because like i said i'm about to divert a lot of attention to this book but i'm gonna try to still keep the reviews going as much as i can um i listen to uh, The new Wu-Tang album. I copped that the other day. Um, kind of Linguist album. Um, definitely want to review that. And yeah, I've been keeping my ear open. I'm, I'm still listening to projects. Still got projects I want to check out. Haven't gotten a chance to listen to uh, Over Mike Eagle's new album yet. So I still got other albums I need to check out. But some new ones I have peeped that I want to try to review. So hopefully I can get those out to you guys. As always, The Fights. Uh, with my co-host cool, Definitely still covering those So uh, we actually had a lot of fights going on this weekend That hopefully we'll briefly get to mention on the next podcast But uh, next UFC card I believe is the uh, Darren Till and Donald Cerrone Fight so we'll be covering that Also hint the hint Hopefully we'll be having a guest um, Once again <laughs> guests seem to work pretty well On this show So we, uh, we might be having a guest for that episode So I'm hoping that, that pans out Um and once again, shout out to the homie Stokes episode 50. If you're an MMA fan, please listen to that that episode. It's been getting some some good steam. <laughs> shout out to Aaron Pico and Adam Milstetz who who I think uh, liked the podcast post on Instagram. so shout out to them too trying to like I said always trying to grow the fan base. So if you like MMA, you like music, a little bit of movies, all that good stuff we got you covered. yeah man that's pretty much all i got you can listen to the dojo top podcast on soundcloud on youtube google play also on itunes if you're on itunes please rate subscribe share with a friend like the dojo top podcast on facebook and if you want to you can follow me on twitter at serial sensei so that's pretty much about it for today sorry y'all had to bear with me reaching over i probably got really loud in the mic i apologize (laughs) reaching over trying to plug my laptop charger in so i didn't die while i was recording but um yeah man appreciate you guys for listening this has been episode 51 of the dojo top podcast i'm your host serial sensei and until next time i will catch you guys later peace